on all things Spurs. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, delighted to say joining me, it's definitely not that jackass Stefan, it's my best friend Matt. Hello mate, you are, how you doing? Yeah, yeah I'm good, I'm, I'm happy it's you. Yeah. Definitely happy to you. Um, well, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm kind of relieved that he's staying away, just so the, the we get a good, nice, clean podcast put up tonight, as opposed to the I know. shower that he Absolute, put up the other week. Absolute garbage. <laughs> yes, yes. I I say it in a posh accent. Garbage, my friend. Garbage. <laughs> um, we got quite a bit to go through. I've I've written an agenda for today's podcast. See, that's what I'm saying. The prof- the professionalism is back whenever you're yeah. on here. You know, that's what it, it makes me feel comfortable. And, I, I, and like I've said before, it means I can just sit back and talk to you for an hour. And I know a quality podcast is going to be produced at the end of it. <laughs> Some say that. Others, unfortunately, <laughs> tell the truth. But we have here my first my first order of business, my friend is to address something that happened over the last week. I, I need to get some shit off my chest, and this this is my platform. I have a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> You've got to listen. Um, so, news broke over the last week or so that Mauricio Pochettino and then later on Jan Vertonghen uh, both have been tested positive for COVID-19. Um, so, on the page, we, we did a post for each, different times, Wishing them well, you know, get well soon. Just a very simple, you know, sorry to hear this, hope you get well soon. Um, mate, I, I, I am sort of in this realm of disbelief, and maybe you can kind of help me here. But I got absolutely attacked for posting these things on two fronts. One was... When I posted about Pochettino, ironically, only about him, not about Jan Vertonghen, but about Pochettino was, get over it, you plastic. <laughs> so fed up with you fans who won't let him go. <laughs> Just, and I mean, I'm talking 20, 30 comments out of the first 100 that landed. I mean, the vast majority, over time, with a lot of comments were, oh, no, I hope, I hope he's fine. You know, I hope he gets well. Yeah, you know, best wishes. Which is all, which is all it is. If you feel the need to comment... That's that's all it is, and that's all we were saying. But the the sheer vitriol that was thrown at me, like I don't get it. It was almost like I'd wish Sol Campbell a happy birthday. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, if I'd posted, oh, you know, Sol Campbell's got COVID. I hope he gets well soon. I'd expect a fair level of abuse. Yeah, yeah, right, and this that'd is, be justified. <laughs> yeah, but this to me, like in my brain, I was like. I, I don't get this. You know, when Glenn Hoddle dropped and had a heart attack, we posted, you know, we're thinking of Glenn and his family. I hope he gets well soon. And everybody, unanimous, we were like, oh, yeah, it's awful. You know, get well soon. Not one person went, oh, God, living in the past much? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 so I, I don't, I couldn't get my head around that. And then when I brought that up and I was like, I genuinely, for the first time, got confronted with knuckle-dragging morons who went, 
oh wow, are you going to be wishing everyone best wishes when they get a cold next? I'm like, what? <laughs> what? what? I'm, I'm sorry. We're living in a global pandemic, a disease that is ripped through the world, killing millions, and they've contracted this disease, which true, a lot of people recover from very quickly, which is great, but some people are dying from. And so when I wish them well, I'm not saying, you know, Mr. Pochettino is, you know, five days in hospital now in the ICU, you know, we're sending our prayers. That was not what I said. I said he's contracted this, you know, get well soon. Hope, you know, hopefully this is passed nice and quickly, which is what we all hope for. But I got confronted with, it's just a cold. Are you going to be wishing Martin Yolwell when he has a loose bowel movement next week? For a start, no, because I think Martin Yol's pretty consistent in his bowel movements. But <laughs> I, I, I just cannot. I just like my brain cannot compute this. So Matt, step in here, my friend, step help in. me out. I, I need. Yeah, no, fuck Stefan, Stefan. I'm talking about Matt here, a, a professional in, podcaster. That hasn't got the same hey, ring help to it, me though. Out. <laughs> All right, Mad Matt. <laughs> Mad, Mad Matt, yeah. help me out here. Because I, I went through that, and I, I got to be honest with you, on the evening I was pissed off because I was like, I can't believe so many people have attacked me over just wishing our former manager well. And then I kind of, and I just like deleted it. Just went, you know what? I'm just going to delete the people who are doing this. I ain't getting involved in this long ass debate. But then to be confronted with the, it's nothing, what are you going on about? And then to see the same thing posted on the Jan Vertonghen post, which is he probably doesn't even know he's got it. Well, he does, because he tested positive for it. That's how you know you have it. Just just to clear that up in case anyone's not able to comprehend that. <laughs> but you don't know. Like, I don't know. Jan Vertonghen has not personally called me and said, yeah, I've got the mild form of it, mate, I'm fine. He hasn't done that to anyone, because guess what? It's private. He could be really suffering. We don't friggin' know. Yeah. He's got a family, a wife, kids. You don't want that in the household. I can't get my head around that we are a year into a global pandemic that has literally killed all of these people, and yet I'm still hearing the same absolute garbage of, oh yeah, but it's nothing. I'm literally, I'm someone who has just recovered from this and I was fucking ill and in hospital and yet I've got morons telling me it's nothing, it's a cold. I, I can't, I just cannot. So Matt, Matt, take over, Matt, because otherwise this podcast is going to get nasty. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll take over, but I will yeah. put a forewarning that I'm going to get quite political, okay? But I think it is quite a political thing. I, I do genuinely think it is, mate, all right? So okay. apologies, apologies to people listening. I'm like, oh, what does, I just wanted to listen to a, a, a podcast about Spurs and why are you talking about politics? But it, it's relevant because of, you know, because we're talking about two players here and, 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 it, and, and it's relevant, I think, to the... To, to the bigger picture of it as well, you know. So, yeah. you 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 say about Pochettino um, and people going, oh, you know, why are you even going on about him? And I I, th- I think that it's because it's linked to the second point you've made. And for example, if you'd have said, um, like like you said with Glenn Hoddle, like say Pochettino yeah. had been unfortunate enough to have a heart attack or something, I don't think yeah. you'd have one person going, why are we even talking about him? They, they, that wouldn't even enter their minds. But, yeah, you're possibly right. Yeah, and, and I think the reason why the reason why it's political for me is because you've got this kind of... It's this anti-vax, like anti-vaxxer movement, and it's weird because it, it's like a... And I've, I've had a conversation with people about this, actually. 
it seems to be right if you look at the look on policies if you look at the hard left and the hard right the far left the far right they've yeah. actually found common ground here haven't they with anti-vaccine yeah I, yeah it's mad it is it's insane absolutely insane yeah you, you've got so you'd never fight you'd never think these two these two groups of people would find common ground but they have no. right yeah. and, and and i think a lot of it and and it's quite relevant as well in what happened yesterday because we obviously we're recording today thursday so they had the inauguration yeah. yesterday yesterday of uh, biden in america yes. and they, they they spoke a lot. A lot of people, um, a lot of the celebrities there, a lot of the people, like the political commentators, because I was watched a, a, bit, a bit of the CNN coverage of it and they had a lot yep. of political commentators on there as well. And they're saying that they hope that, that it's not like, that, like people have got this, I think it might be a human nature thing where we just kind of want to, we just want to move on. Like, you know, there are a lot of shitty things happened in the last yeah. f- four years in America. Let's just, let's just move on and forget about it. But what a lot of them are, trying, a lot of them are saying is that no, we we not because they they're after blood. It's because yeah. tr- Trump, uh, and it's not just him, but kind of a movement. Uh, and I'd argue, and again, political hands up, apologies. And I think a lot of it is in this country as well with our government. Is that there's this kind of thing where tr- truth, um, truth does like you know, you, you, like fa- facts and truth can be. Uh, a, a, a subjective, you know. Like, so if something's truthful, yeah. then my, well, no, it's not truthful. I've got an opinion on this, and I know me and you have had this conversation in the past as well. Yeah. So some, like, so, so COVID is real, right? Yeah. Like eighteen hundred people died yesterday. Like, yeah. which is insane, you know. It's insane that that, that amount of people died in, in a twenty-four hour period, and it's and the, and the, the worst day before that was the day before when it was like seventeen hundred. So yeah. this is a real thing that real people are dying from in their thousands, right? Yep. But because of where we've come from in the last four years, people can go, no, 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 it's, it's, people aren't dying. Tell me one person you know who's actually got it, who's died. Like, I don't think it's true. My opinion is that it's not true. So my opinion is equal to your uh, your uh, fact that, that it's real, you know? Yeah. And that's where we are now. So you, you post that, and instead of people, everybody going, oh, Jesus, like, you know, yeah, wish, wish yeah. him better, he's, he's got it. Yeah. Thousands of people are dying every day. Shit, let's hope that he's okay. Yeah, exactly. Instead, we get, oh, it's just a car. What's wrong? It ain't even real, is it? You know, and that, and that's and that is unfortunately an opinion shared by a lot of people. And yeah. and like like we've said, and you've said this loads of times, opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one. Everyone's entitled <laughs> to their opinions. And some stink. Yeah, but but it just it doesn't make that your your opinion isn't on the equal footing to factual no. things about the. But what's going on? And it's no. and like you say, it's insane because we've been lit like the world. The world is has been on its knees for the last ten months. Yeah. Yet there's still people that that just don't want to acknowledge it. And I, and it's just it's mind-boggling, isn't it? It's absolutely it, mind-boggling. It, it is. It is. And I just I just couldn't and I still can't wrap my head around why. Because if I look, like, for me, for example, I see some stuff posted online on a regular basis, and I look at it and go, ah, oh, why are they, oh, never mind. But I, I just move on from it. Like, I have never once in my life felt compelled to comment on something that doesn't hold my interest. Like, you know, where's my, what what am I going to gain, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. there's a post, there's a post about, I'm trying to think what it was the other day. Someone posted something, it was a Republican senator in America, was arguing that just because you can't find evidence that the election was rigged doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm. 
and and I kind of looked at it. I went, okay, that statement in itself is is fine. You know, just because I haven't been able to find it yet doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That that's fair. That's relevant. It's like it's like saying, you know, the lost city of Atlantis is lost. No one knows where it is, but we got all these things that says it might be somewhere. So just because we haven't found it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's mm. like okay, all right, fair yeah. enough. The guy then doubled down by by saying, of course. I don't know the moon landing happened. And I'm kind of like, okay, right, you're losing me now. (laughs) And he's like, well, you know, people tell me it happens. The television reported it happened. But does that mean it actually happened? Yeah, that kind of fucking what it means it happened, you (laughs) moron. It's it's like conspiracy theories have now become less about kind of interest. Because I love conspiracy theories. Like, I will sit and read a book of conspiracy theories and enjoy them. Like, the Titanic one, I'm convinced that's real. (laughs) But, like, you know I mean? I'll go through all of these and I'll read them. I'm like, that's really interesting. That's fascinating. But at the end of the time, it's like, okay, but I've got 20 people telling me that this happened and I've got 40 million telling me that that happened and the 40 million have got all of this thing called evidence... And mm-hmm. you've got Jeff who made a YouTube video about it. Yeah. Right. Now where 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 should I go? Where should my mind side here? Mm-hmm. And like it doesn't mean you don't read like I keep getting this constant criticism of oh open your eyes, man, you're a sheep. Don't listen to the mainstream media. <laughs> I mean it makes me laugh because people go on at me about the BBC, right? And yet I got friends who are far left. I mean sort of like comrade, I might as well call them. (laughs) You know, they are over there. And I've got people on the right that I know that are like slightly to the right of Attila the Hun. When they've got, you know... So I know people across the whole spectrum and they all agree on one thing. Well, anti-vax. But but they all hate the BBC. The BBC is biased against Against the other. Yeah, And I'm kind of like, in that case, they are doing their job. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. If you all hate them, like everybody (laughs) thinks they are biased against you, they are doing their job quite well. Yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, but anyway, I mean, we've kicked off this podcast and it went political. And I apologise to everyone listening if you've kind of thought, wow, this has gone weird. But <laughs> genuinely, I, I cannot get my head around why why you wouldn't just wish Mauricio Pochettino well. If you hated the guy and you hated his tenure as a Tottenham manager and you were delighted the day he left, that's fine. Don't comment on it. But to just not wish another human being well. I don't get it. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, hated you as our manager, but I hope you get well soon. Mm. Like, when we post happy birthday to players sometimes, it's like, Harry Winks, happy birthday, Harry, and like 90 of the comments, not good enough, shite. I'm like, <laughs> the guy, it's his birthday. I think sometimes, and I know we have said this again before, but I think sometimes people just forget that they're just human beings. Yeah. Aren't they? And it's it's yeah. a silly thing to say. I appreciate that, but it it, it no, feels like right. sometimes people forget that. You know, it's almost like people so used to playing FIFA and stuff. They're like yeah. they forget that these people are just actual human beings who've just yeah. got a job they that makes them. Like, they become like characters in a film. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because like, did you have you watched yet the um, new documentary, the Sunny one? I, I I watched. Do you know what? I, you mentioned it on the on Messenger. And did a, you and fall I, asleep? No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't oh, I did. Right, okay. <laughs> I feel really bad. I I tried to watch it that night. I got ten minutes in and I woke up like, 
did Sonny win the World Cup or did I dream that? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I watched it. Seb, like I told Seb as soon as you told us, and he, yeah, and he was like, yeah. put it on straight away. And then after about 20 minutes, I think he just got fed up with the subtitles. And I think, yeah. I don't know if you found this, but the subtitles, and I appreciate he's only eight, so, you know, he's yeah. going to be slower at reading than. They than, were quick. Uh, but no, yeah, no, no, it was like, I was, like, he was going, can you read yeah. them to me? And before I'd even read them, it'd gone. And I'm like, yeah. it's hard to get a context of what's going on here because it's just flashing yeah. through what he's actually saying, you know? My, my, my main observation from this, uh, by the way, if anyone isn't aware, we did post it on the Facebook page, but there is a documentary on Amazon right now all about Sonny. Uh, I think it was 2019 they, they filmed it, or 2019, 20, start of 2020. Um, but his dad's scary. Yeah, I'm just going to put that in. Dude. I've seen pictures yeah. of him, and I was kind of like, He's a scary looking dude. He looks mm. like the kind of guy who used to fight Bruce Lee. <laughs> and win. In the, in the, yeah, and, and, so, and get the upper hand. And I'll be like, well, no, how's Bruce ever going to get out of this? <laughs> oh, no, he broke Bruce Lee's necklace. You're going to get your ass kicked now. <laughs> That's a niche reference. That's going to go over a lot of people's heads. <clears throat> but anyway, <laughs> showing my age again. I am. Um, I just. I can't. I, I am like one of these parents. My daughter is a child actress, and I tread this line of where do you go from being encouraging as a parent to being bossy and demanding as a parent. When I when I was younger, I wanted to play rugby. It's all I wanted to do. And I uh, one of my parents, like my father, wanted to play rugby, and he loved it. I was there, and it, it changed from being like this kind of fun thing I was doing to this thing I had to do all of a sudden because of like the way he took took control of it like oh no you've got a chance of making it therefore we're now going to go running twice a day we're going to do this we're going to do this Hmm. all things I was doing anyway but suddenly someone telling me I had to do it made it change in my mind from like yeah it's rugby I can't wait this is brilliant to oh really I've got to go do that again I don't know whether that's just a teenage thing perhaps but here like his dad and what he used to get Sonny doing. <laughs> I'm kind of like, wow. <laughs> yeah. He's paid off, to yeah. be fair, but it was, you know. Great player. Yeah. Uh, one of the world's best. Um, just just genuinely, uh, and a delightful person as well. Uh, you can't, I don't think anyone will ever spend time with that guy and have a bad word to say about him. Yeah, yeah he, his happiness just, is infectious almost, isn't it? It is, because I, <laughs> there are times I'm watching Tottenham right now, I'm not enjoying it, I'm not going to lie, I'm not. And yet, him, the way he plays, the smile on his face, like if we get a goal, how in the hell they're going to try and explain the sunny social distance celebrations? They, they can I mean, it's impossible. The guy's just gloriously happy, and he wants to hug everyone. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I mean, I saw. Did you see Kane fist bump him and Sonny like go for a hug? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. No. Keep away. <laughs> yeah. I'm the England captain. They've given me a long talk about setting an example here, <laughs> and Sonny's like, "Come on!" Like pretty much about to dive on his back. Like, oh, Get off me. Bless him. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Yeah. I mean, I can understand his point. You know, we're we're living in a bubble. We're being tested three times a frigging week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can go in for a tackle on someone and basically end up as a mangled mess on the ground but I can't give you a high five and hug you <laughs> okay uh, but anyway that's, that's another side debate I'll shelve uh, but yeah so the Sunny documentary is out there if you've not seen it do give it a look I mean yeah get ready to read fast um, so a lot of it's in English as well but it's um, yeah it's good it's well worth watching I think because the Spurs fan so he is he is a great character it, uh, it was interesting as well I saw um, 
I like to say I only sort of watched the first 20, 25 minutes. And it's almost like, a, like you look how serious his dad looks and his, his brother's yeah. a bit of a Mickey take, but Sonny's yeah. like the complete kind of the, the one that's got all the happy genes out of all of them, hasn't yeah. he, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know if his, his, dad smi- his dad actually smile at any point. No, <laughs> no. There was one point where his face kind of cracked a little bit. I think it was wind. There's was, <laughs> was no way that guy smiles. No. I think Sonny's mum is, is, must just be the most delightful woman in the world. Yeah. Because she's yeah. come from somewhere. It's got to get from somewhere, surely. <laughs> yeah, it definitely ain't his dad. <laughs> it was quite funny. I was thinking about you know Daniel Levy and like negotiating and sitting down opposite son's dad and just going, okay, what do you want? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> How many millions does he need to stay? Yeah. Tell your dad to leave the room. You just yeah. you just hear him like offer 200,000 a week and suddenly you hear that. You know when you hit the samurai sword get pulled out from his... Yeah. Like, oh, 250, yeah. 250. <laughs> yeah, the guy is scary. He, he does genuinely look like every villain I ever saw in any of those films. Uh, but yeah, lovely fan. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but yeah, lovely fan. It is interesting. And Sonny, like I said, it just seems to be an absolute delightful human being. It was one of my big fears when they did the Amazon documentary of like, some of these people, I see snippets of them on a regular basis and I have this image in my mind and I would hate, I mean, absolutely hate if this documentary ruins. I don't think I said it to you jokingly, you know, could you imagine if behind the scenes yeah. you see Harry Kane like, yeah, bye everyone, have a great day. And he's like, oh God, I hate kids. <laughs> Bloody fans. <laughs> I'd be like, no, Harry. Or like Son is like smiling and he leaves the pitch and like kicks a kitten, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll be like no, no don't way. be that guy yeah. and as it turned out like I had this image of Sissoko and Oria in my mind and they turned out to just be great people yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh, I'm like ah oh, yeah. I'm hating on them yeah. it makes it really tough <laughs> Uh, every time they make a mistake now, I'm like, God damn yeah. it, but you're such a nice They're such guy. nice people, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah so I've become too attached to players. Which, <laughs> ironically, is going to be the topic of one. Yeah. Moving on to my next thing on the agenda then, <laughs> because I do have me and player attachment coming up. That's next. Okay. Next, next I have, we beat Sheffield United 3-1. Yay. Um. Let's before we sort of talk about the game in any depth. How great was that goal from Tangi? I, I just insane. I mean, like you look at him, he never once looks at the goal. Like no. he doesn't look at the goal, yet he knows right. instinctively right. where it is. It's insane. I, I just so, so, so I, I could watch that a hundred times. I'm like, how did he do that? So let's let's address the Neil Ruddock in the room, right? Okay. Did he mean it? I think he did. I think he did mean it. Look, I know. He I know. I'm going to sound biased. He says he did. And all of his teammates are saying, yeah, we see him do stuff like and training. He definitely did. But like you just said, he didn't even look. It <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know, there's part of me that just thinks he was trying to hook it back into the middle but, but you... and just ended up being the best goal. And he just stood up like, yeah. yeah. I meant that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, was, that, was, that was me. But do, do you know what? I don't know if I'm just looking at ways of, of, of conf- like you know that's like, they call it confirmation bias don't they yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm thinking he's, he's got to admit it he's got to, what can I find to prove that he meant it and one of the things I'm thinking is he didn't look at the goal but he does look at the line on the pitch so maybe he's seeing where the box oh, no, is he's thinking well point, yeah. if that part of the box is there then it's got to be a, a few feet to my, to my, to my left so just hook it in that direction you know 
you know what, man? I'm, I'm with you. you I'm sold. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah, he definitely meant it. it he definitely meant it. Definitely meant it. Um, <laughs> I did see a tweet afterwards saying, wow, two Puskas Awards in two years. You'll yeah. never sing that. No. <laughs> 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 that was good, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I love that goal. Um, what did you did you get to watch the game? Yeah, I did. I watched it. What What did you think of it? Because I, I said to you, and I said it a minute ago, you know, I've struggled a bit among watching us, and it was another game where I was getting really frustrated with a few things. And like at the end of it, we won the game three one, and I was kind of like, oh, I, I, I should be. We won a game three one. Why aren't I feeling? Yeah, this is great. I, I just I don't know. I couldn't put my finger on it. And you, I think you said it to me like I'm in the comment section and it's awful. And you know we won the game three one. What more do people want? And it kind of hit me. I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, I need, perhaps I need to walk away and sort you know sort my head out. <laughs> what yeah, was wrong. I, I, but I, I can't I can't work it out, mate. I just don't know why I, I finished that game. And it felt like we'd lost, even though we won. And I know you said to me before, like you've come away from games and we've like ended up drawing, but because we grabbed it in like the ninety fifth minute, it was like, yeah, we won the World Cup feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't know. It just felt weird. It felt like we, it felt like there was a lot more out there, and like we didn't take it, or like we weren't even trying to take it. It's hard to explain. Hard I, to explain. I, I think because I, I was thinking about obviously afterwards, obviously because. Um, you know, you put the comment on there that you, you, even though everyone and and I think for me, right, and this is just obviously me personally uh, talking yeah. about my feelings towards it is that like I've been involved like how long we've we been doing this podcast now? It's the third season, isn't it? And and I've been involved yeah. doing the page, so you kind of like we're we're having to analyse things all the time, aren't we? Like yeah. we're having to analyse games, analyse you know, otherwise what would we have to talk about for an hour every week? Right. <laughs> politics by the way. Yeah, politics, there we go, yeah. <laughs> Global pandemic. Yeah, of course. But but I, I wanna I almost wanna go back. Don't get this isn't me res- resigning by the way. Right? Yeah. But but I, I almost wanna go back to that kind of feeling that and this is what I try to have on on Sunday, of that we win a game, I'm happy. You know? Yeah. Like I, like I appreciate that when you when you when you put when you tear the game when you when you pull the game apart you know, it wasn't great at points, but I just think, look, I, I, it's, I, I support Spurs because I, I just, in, like, like, I enjoy football and I support Spurs because I enjoy my team winning a game, and and I and I think it's sometimes you you almost forget that part of it, don't you? You know, like you you come away, like like um, I'm trying to think of some examples of games I've been to uh, live where it's been rubbish, but we've won it. Um, and, and I, oh, I use this example all the time, and I'll use it for now because it's always the one that seems to spring to mind. But the Man City one, for example, like you know that that yeah, first yeah, half, yeah. they were all over us. <laughs> we could have got destroyed, yeah. and then you know they got a player sent off, and you'd argue that that gave us the advantage, ten man advantage, did the, the impetus, and we scored the two goals. Now I like I always say, I come away from that game buzzing, 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 and. I could have come away from it thinking, well, let's analyse it. So that first half, we were awful, uh, right. you know? and, right, and, yeah. and it's and it's taking that it's taking the element away, isn't it? And but but I'm not taking I'm not I'm not kind of t- t- taking your your views your your feelings. I'm not trying to um, what's the word? I'm not trying to make Matt, belittle your feelings, are you, mate. Matt, are you belittling my feelings? <laughs> no, no. Uh, is it is it the way I said it? No, it's, no. I'm, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. not what I'm trying to say. But I, I just I feel like we, we and probably you're like it because you you I mean, mate. I, you know, I, I say I I'm in, in, involved, but you you take yeah. it to another level, don't you? I mean, you're like. Yeah. 
everything that, that, that from the from the yeah. where the players are on loan you, you you take it to 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 a degree you know so maybe you personally <laughs> <Real> nerd <laughs> yeah no yeah but, but but in a good way and and that's that's why the the page is doing so well and that's why the pod you know we we've got a podcast with quite a few uh, listeners you know we, we're doing well yes. because because of because yes. you know because you are a nerd with it you know and and, you, and you're giving people information that they probably wouldn't have known before you know so it's giving them that but but maybe You've gone so far that way that you're yeah. forgetting that after winning a game, no, you, let's just be happy with one. to feel good. You, you're yeah. absolutely right, and that's actually where my analysis of my, my self-analysis went yeah. after the game because you said that, and it, and it generally did resonate with me. You're right. Why? Why am I feeling like this? And and the reality is because I, I'm watching the game and I'm watching it like every kick, every movement, every everything people do. I'm, I'm sort of looking at it. Well, what's he doing? What's he doing? But this actually ties in quite nicely to the next part of my agenda. Oh, cool. <clears throat> which is uh, an emotional attachment to players. Now, the reason why it ties in is because there are certain players in this team that are criticised every single week, no matter what they do, by our fans. Like Harry Winks is one of them. And I, I love Harry Winks. I've watched him come through the academy. I will openly admit I'm biased, okay? <laughs> I, I will say that right now. Any of the academy kids I watched come through, I, I there's an emotional attachment I can't shake. I'm sorry, I, I it's just the way it is. And when I'm watching the games, I I've realised I'm doing this. So like I'm watching them, like okay, Winksy, come on, do something, do something. Oh, okay, all right, what's well, a pass? So if I see Winksy pass it backwards, even if it's the only pass available, I'm like, oh god, people are going to pick up on that. Mm. Oh, that's all I'm going to hear about. Oh, that's all people are going to see. You know, he's just hit a 30-yarder on the... It was cut out. Oh, God, that's all... You can't pass on. That's all people are going to do. Puts it a great tackle. I'm like, yes, brilliant. You know, he's done really well there. Oh, no, you know, he's then passed it sideways. Oh, God, that's all people are going to see. And it is something I need to sort. (laughs) Because it is taking away my enjoyment completely. And my enjoyment's being taken away. Because I'm worrying about what other people are thinking and doing. Which is very unlike me. Do you, do you think it? Do you think it's again? Like, you know, I feel like we're therapy for each other. But I've got to bear in mind yeah. that people, people are listening, right? <laughs> but do you think it might just be our age, Sam? Like, because maybe when you almost when you become older than the players by quite a considerable amount of years, yeah, you yeah. almost take on that kind of almost fatherly kind of attitude towards them. Whereas some of them definitely. When, when yeah. you're watching yeah. as a youngster yourself, you're just you're just yeah. enjoying well, watching. Almost like you know, no, kind of. It's, it's, yeah, no, no, you could be right with that. I mean, I am like, ridiculously. Um, but the, the thing is that there's some kids in the academy, and I'm not going to go in the names because they listen, and a lot of them listen, which which is really really great. But you know who I've interacted with. You know, when I was able to go to some of the games a few years ago, for example, I was able to speak to some of these people. So I've spoke to them and interacted with them and then gone to Twitter and exchanged messages, WhatsApp and exchanged messages. And, you know, like, there's a certain family... Like, for example, there, there's a young goalkeeper in our academy. Again, I'm not going to use names now, but... And when we post about him, his grandmother, his uncle, and two of his cousins are on Spurs News Facebook page. They are always commenting, like, and, like, tagging each other, like, oh, look, you know, Spurs News have posted about oh. so-and-so. I love that. And it's great, and it's a community feeling, and it's wonderful. And then I have this deep-seated panic attack of like, what people are like. And I'm like, I know this kid, I've spoken to him personally, he's lovely, 
Tottenham through and through. And I have, if he makes a debut, I am literally bricking it because I know if he makes a mistake, he's going to get destroyed on our page. And all of his family read it. Every post, they read it all the time. I see them. And it sort of brings me to that Eric Dyer thing of when he stormed into the stands because people were literally tearing into him in front of his family. Eric Dyer could have 60,000 people chanting he sucks and he would smile at them. The minute he saw one person and his family having to endure it, he snapped. And I get that. <laughs> you know, that 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 I, I understood that. And that, to me, and I think that's where my problem is. It's, it's weird. I, like, I've got this attachment to certain players, and I know certain players' families. Like, you know, I don't want to name names with this. I really don't. But there are certain players who I know, for a fact, they have family who are on our Facebook page. <laughs> and it's difficult. I'm then, like, reading through the comments. I'm like, oh, this is awful. You know, this is so tough to read. <laughs> and mm. I do feel, and I do have this kind of trepidation, this kind of, um, like I'm watching a game, and it is taking away my enjoyment. There's definitely no two ways about it, and I need to try and find a way to snap out of that. Whether that means we need to find a Facebook admin who takes over that instead of me, just deals with the comments. I don't know. Yeah, do, do you know what? I, I mean, that that's, that's something that... I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone who's thick. Look, I, I don't. Look, I'm. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not. The, I'm the most thick-skinned person in the world. Like you know, I can be sensitive yeah. at times, and probably. I mean, I know you. You. You said to us. I know you don't say it to us so much now, but in the past, you'd, you'd go on the messenger and you go, "Look, guys, there's a lot of comments on Facebook. Can you guys yeah. get involved? Just because it obviously encourages. Yeah. But it's draining, mate. You know, it's it's absolutely yeah. draining. And and. I think that's the thing. Look, it's 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 not that I I, I don't regard myself as a lazy person. So I, I've you, you got me on board like three or four years ago. I, I'm I'm still really happy to be involved, and and I don't I don't want to like you know to think you to think oh you know maybe pick the wrong guy here. But but the, no. but but the thing is you you go you go on that page and you just think look I've got two options here. I can go on this page and just get my mood darkened. Uh, get yeah. irritated, or I can not go on there because it can <laughs> yeah. it, it can it can be a real cesspit sometimes. And that is the problem. Yeah, and that, and don't, look, it's 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 difficult because I I don't want to be completely negative of of social media and especially of our page because I think our page is fantastic. And yeah. just if you don't if you don't mind me mentioning as well, we 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 uh, we, we put a uh, a little. Um, a shout out, didn't we, for a young lad who lives? Oh, yeah, in, lives yeah, in, talk about that. Yeah, yeah. A, a young lad that lives in my area that um, had has a, uh, a, a what would be the right word to use? He's um, basically his, his chest. I think his chest bones were developing incorrectly, yeah. which I think they, the old school way. I think someone. Uh, uh, chipped in and I think he said when he was younger they used to call it pigeon chest and I appreciate it but we're not called yeah, that now yeah, yeah. thankfully but uh, <laughs> but but he his mum and dad uh, wanted him to have a brace so it would uh, so they could do the surgery and it, and it would it, so he could carry on playing football and it wouldn't affect it and he needed to raise a few thousand quid well we we, yeah. uh, we put it on the page within 12 hours he'd got the money he needed and, and I appreciate that that's not all from us but we, we, no, we've no, got an audience no, no, of 70,000 people uh, all Spurs fans the boy was a Spurs fan as well which is obviously the reason why we did it and not just the fact he lives yeah. in my local area but no. this that something like that is is per, a perfect uh, uh, encapsulation of why social media is around you know it, it brings that bring people together it, you can uh, you, you can use it to kind of um, 
do things that you didn't you wouldn't be able to do yeah. in any other way. I mean, like, how else could you could that that those parents have raised that kind of money in that time? You remember it triggered my OCD. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because the the the, 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 the full amount was something like five thousand yeah. and fourteen. Or say it's like say it's five thousand one hundred fifty. Yeah, three pound out. <laughs> I couldn't handle it, it and it stayed there for ages. It was driving me insane, so I donated again. Yeah, just to round it up. But yeah, do you know what? It's funny. It went up by about twenty three pounds. I think a few people had the same yeah, thoughts. Well, as you. no, I, I, well, it's funny. I, I was gonna put three quid. And I was like, I can't just donate three. I know I gave twenty quid earlier, but I can't just give three quid. So I made it thirteen. Right. So okay. when it went through, I think someone else literally did the same thing. It jumped by twenty six. <laughs> So I was like, ah, oh, I just waited. Someone else could have done it, yeah. yeah I do appreciate you doing that, Sam. But I, I was going to say, because yeah, I know fine. you mentioned uh, Dyer, and yeah. as you was ta- as you was talking about it, it was making me think, um, like, you know, with the Dyer situation, did this kind yeah. of thing happen? Has this kind of thing always happened, like, you know, with with a, with a, with a player running in because his, his family are getting abused? Yeah. And... Maybe maybe it did. I mean, the only time I can think of a, of a player diving into the crowd is Cantona. You know, Cantona, his, his yeah, karate kick. Yeah. But yeah. but I wonder, although with, with the, the dire situation is uh, is is something that's happened in the stadium, yeah. I, I think social media has had a big influence on what happened that that evening, because yeah. like Dyer, if, if you take away, if you if you imagine social media didn't exist, yeah, Dyer wouldn't have seen half of the uh, abuse that he sees like you know like like, we, we, like players yeah. get abuse in the stadiums right I, I see it all the time like you know i see yeah. players going giving abuse to players you know obviously in a in the dark days of you know when it when, when there used to be a lot of racism yeah. in, in in football and and black players would get a lot of abuse you know yeah i think for you that's kind of almost well apart from one club it's you know, improved it's, impr- yeah, it's improved it's drastically improved. yeah, yeah. And, and 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 again we've had conversations in the past that you know I, I, i'm only coming at from the point of view of, a, of a, as a white man so i go into stadiums as a white man and i don't myself see racism like yeah. like you like you heard of you know but 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 nowadays i i like um you think of Dyer, and you, and and you think if he had, if he wasn't getting wound up all the time by mm. probably you know some some stuff he sees in social media, he probably wouldn't have got wound up at that noise game. And, and I think yeah, that that's that's maybe. that's the I think that's the bad side of social like you know that's the side of social media. Uh, and you know when you, we talk about our page and stuff, where pe- people could just put horrible comments like crappy nasty comments, yeah. and. Just they could just do it. Just type type the letters out, print it, or, or press yeah, enter. Yeah. Hit send. Hit send. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's amazing. Now, press send, and that's it. You now you've now put into the into the into the, the world your horrible comment that's going yeah, to be picked you've, up. You've contributed, and, and that's a, and it is just this anonymous. I mean, on Facebook is not anonymous. I mean, and I I ban people left, right, and centre for saying some pretty outlandish, dumb as shit things, and I'm, I'll say it loads of times you know imagine the spurs news page is a pub i, I choose who i serve yeah yeah <laughs> and if yeah. you're gonna be an asshole guess what get you're out. on your yeah. bike son yeah <laughs> um right yeah I, I don't get it i mean the attachment like we're talking about the players the reason why i sort of talked about it and wanted to lead it in is because there's a player at tottenham at the moment who i am attached to it's not because he came through the academy just a player who ever since he joined us i, I felt an attachment to because of the way he played he played football and continues to try and play football now like he's playing with his mates in the park and I find that joyous as a Tottenham fan 
I've been blessed with watching players like that throughout my entire thing. Even when we were crap, we'd have at least one player who played like that, yeah. and it was great to watch. Mm. And I'm talking about Deli Alley. And obviously, <laughs> anyone who's watched us knows he's not involved in the first-team squad. Even with an extended bench, Jose is leaving him off of it. It is abundantly clear to everybody that Jose wants him gone. Um, and Delhi, uh, probably quite rightly, having stayed in the summer and tried to, to, you know, every time I've seen him come on, he's put effort in. You know, I, I've not seen him walk around. I've not seen him fart ass about, not try and put his foot in or anything. I, I'm, I'm not sure what else he can do. I don't know whether in training he's just arriving like ten minutes late with sunglasses on. I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. But in the snippets we see him in games, I don't see that he's doing a lot wrong compared to, you know, if you compare him to other players and yet he is constantly the one who's singled out, it's a very Jose thing. He just picks a fight with somebody, like almost to assert his dominance on a dressing room. I I don't know. I, I can't. It was like one of my biggest fears. The very first podcast we talked about Jose Mourinho, it was one of my biggest fears, if you remember is that he does this sometimes, and I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what? Funny enough, me, me and Seb were talking about it yesterday, like, you know, he, between the two of us, we're just trying to work out what, what has Delhi done. And it's interesting, because, you know, you obviously saying about the attachment. Where, yeah. When, um, who was it we played? Uh, it was a possibly a Europa League game. Yeah. And if I can remember, he, I don't think he scored, but I think he set up a couple. I think yeah, he set he up one full of cells. So, two goals. Yeah. Two. And if you if you listen to the commentary, was it Hoddle that was commentating? Yeah. And he was, not just Hoddle, but in, in the studio, there was all just singing his... And I think I even said yeah. on the podcast afterwards that yeah. like one of the players, yeah. it might be Vinicius, has scored like two or three goals, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. no one was talking it, about him. Everyone was no. talking about Delhi because, because they're just of his contribution was phenomenal. Yeah, but it wasn't just that. For for me, it's a bit like probably how you're feeling, where they're just desperate. Like like you know, it's it's almost like you've got Mourinho there who won't tell us why he's being so horrible to him. Yeah. We all have got a, such an affection for him, and we cannot work yeah. out why this one person is is being so difficult with him. Like well, is that, we, I, we all... I know I know what the rumor is. If you'd like to hear the yeah, rumor. go on. What's the rumor? Go on. The rumour is is that Delhi and Jose had a conversation last season about he... And it, funnily enough, in the documentary, it was hinted at. Um, you remember in the documentary, Jose said to him, you know, you need to be fully focused on football. You know, because, you know, yesterday I was 21, now I'm 50. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah I do. I do. Delhi wants to be a professional gamer as well as a professional footballer. He constantly doing online games stuff like that and that is a, a real interest of his and it is something he is pursuing and the rumor is jose basically thinks his focus is split and just like if you're not dedicated to football if you're not dedicated to being better and better and better at this i don't want you here mm. and it's a difficult thing to kind of it's difficult for me to wrap my head around it's like most young boys, and not all, obviously, but most young boys dream of, at some point, of being a professional footballer, rugby player, cricketer, whatever their main sport is. And it's a dream. And when you see someone in living that dream, and they seem to not really be enjoying it, or they want to do something else, it's very hard to go, really? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> so you're getting paid over a hundred thousand pounds a week to play football, and you don't want to do it for yeah. Tottenham? Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is my club. This is you're living my dream. If that is the reality, and that is that is something between those two that they cannot reconcile, and it does also tie into something Portuccino said, which is you got to remember, Delhi hasn't been as Delhi like as we all remember him. Like when he exploded onto the scene, he had two seasons, three seasons where he was phenomenal. And then that did taper off. And, you know, like when Jose first arrived, it was like, oh, is it you or is it your twin brother? Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. the last season under Pochettino, really, he wasn't that good. And and so I'm sort of analysing it. And I'm like, well, Pochettino said to him, you need to focus on football. And I, I can't remember. He was a bit more cryptic, as Pochettino always was. But he said something along the lines of, you know, you need to focus on this rather than being a celebrity, I think is what he said. You know, you know, some sometimes you you get distracted by your new status when you need to be focusing on this. And I, I don't know. I I mean that's that's the rumor. <clears throat> How true that is, I don't know. Um, you know, that's not come to me from some sort of like Edith the tea lady, who's my <laughs> excellent source and all things in the canteen. <laughs> But it is just something that's gone wrong for a little while, and when you, it could just be someone's put one and one together and made two. Um, but it does seem to track. You yeah, know, it makes sense. Put those facts yeah. with that, and it is, it is something that Jose on a regular basis has said. And if you analyse some of the comments he's made, it does really track with that, where he just doesn't feel that he's dedicated to this. Mm. Now, with that being the case, and Josie has no interest in involving him, not even on the bench, if he's got no interest in involving him, and when he does put him on the bench, he won't use him, yeah. <laughs> which which is, you know, blows my mind. You know, you need a goal, and you've got Gareth Bale and Deli Alley sat there, and he just goes to L- Lamella. Love Lamella, but he's not the guy you bring on over those three yeah. to create something out of nothing, in mm. my humble opinion. Mm. So uh, he needs to go. Uh, you've got a club in Paris Saint Germain and a manager in Mauricio Pochettino who want him. And Delhi could go there and feel wanted, get away from the English media a little bit, um, go and just play football with some phenomenal talent. Uh, you you know, linking up with the Mbappe. <laughs> and you know, uh, oh, you know, who's that Brazilian? Yeah, I don't know. It's ner- nurse. Name. Yeah, I, yeah, I forget. Beto, I think not that name. well known. I don't think. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't, people might not have heard of him, but he's there. Um, and so, if, if he goes over there, you know, he's got that opportunity to have that freedom a little bit. That you know, the, the French league. Uh, people call it a farmers league. It's not. It's not the same as the Premier League without a shadow of a doubt. And he will get that little bit more space and time. And maybe that will allow him to get that touch back, that kind of ability to enjoy his game again. And when mm. you do that, all of a sudden you can become a different player. Now, the option appears to be a loan. Paris Saint-Germain are willing to pay you know, a couple of million euros to keep him on loan for the end of the season. I don't see... If Jose's refusing to pick him... <laughs> and you've got a club that are willing to take on his wages. <clears throat> I cannot understand why Daniel Levy isn't doing this. Yeah, yeah. But again, there appears to be some tension being created around this because the player wants to go, the manager wants him gone. But Daniel Levy is looking at this, going, "Well, we've got a homegrown players issue in our squad. We do. 
Um, if I let him go, that situation only worsens. And I'm letting it go a potential player who could become big for us in the second part of the season. No, suddenly we start getting serious injuries. We could be left short. But you, you see what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like he's trying to weigh up these options. He's trying to find a balance. You know, last season you wanted Tangy out the club. I talked to him. That's turned around. He's now one of the most important team players we have. Um, you know, maybe we can do the same with Delhi. I don't think that's going to happen. This feels completely different. The Tangy thing felt like he was attacking him and Tangy had the decision to make. He made the decision. He worked and now he's playing really well. It feels like with this, Jose and Delhi and Delhi's just shrugged his shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right, well, fine. Do, do what you want then. I'll, I'll come to training and I'll go home and I'll play World of Warcraft all night or whatever the hell kids are playing nowadays. That's mm. how old I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call of Duty, Call of there Duty. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Fortnite. I've heard of that. <laughs> so um, the younger kids apparently to play for. He's playing Mario Kart with his chumps. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I I have no idea really, but he's a player I do have an attachment to. I want the best for him. If the best is for him to leave, then that's that makes sense. Um, the the rumor that's surrounding that won't go away with us in this transfer window is about Christian Eriksen. Um, what what do you think? Would you be happy re-signing Ericsson a year after he left us? If if we could have the Ericsson of old, yeah. But it's a yeah. bit like with Delhi. You know, when when we sold him, he wasn't playing particularly well, was he? No. Uh, and um, I think it, the, the proof's kind of been in the pudding with with his time at Milan. I mean, he hasn't scored a single goal or created a single assist in his time there, has he? Uh, it's something like no, some sure. like, or this season maybe I think there's like a this season I think he's oh this this season nothing at all nothing I'm, yeah I'm pretty sure in his first season he scored from a corner and I thought it was hilarious oh yeah that's right yeah that's right yeah. but yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah the stat must have been this season not a single assist or goal this yeah. season and I kind of that yeah, tells you all really doesn't it I don't, know, I don't know what it is with him because a bit like with, with Delhi you know you, you look at those those years those that, that the, the, the the kind of the middle years for Pochettino and they were just phenomenal players weren't they yeah and, here's, and... A, here, here's a, a fun thing this is more Ericsson than Delhi. I, I think the Delhi thing I think that rumour is kind of true if I'm honest Ericsson what do you think to the thinking that the way Pochettino has his teams play knackers players this, yeah well I mean like he's, he's not that old is he either Ericsson he's only like 28 he's and he's 28 29 yeah. and he used to cover which used to shock people the highest amount of the, the distance run in games co- constantly. Mm. In our peak years, he, Dembele, and others would cover almost every blade of grass in every game. It was it was insane. You know, you're running like twelve to fifteen kilometers. It was nuts. And I always remember looking at those stats, thinking, "Wow, you know, he's our creative playmaker, and yet he is working that hard constantly." But now I'm kind of at the other end of it where I'm like, well, maybe this is the toll of that. Maybe this is what you're left with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which, which isn't great. You know, 29, really, he this should be his peak. The other thinking, of course, is he wanted to go to Spain. <laughs> yeah, thank you for now, is it? He was desperate to go to Spain. He wanted to go to Real Madrid. He wanted to go to Barcelona, Atletico. There were loads of interest. We rejected a hundred million offer for him the, the year before he actually went. 
uh, about 18 months before he went. Um, so he that was where his heart was set. And maybe when that didn't happen, he thought, oh, Milan would be nice. But then he moved there during a global pandemic and it ain't nice. No. <laughs> you know, it's been horrible. Yeah. And he's now left with this kind of, well, what do I do now? Um I, I don't know. I mean, he's being offered to everybody, and and this is like a really sad thing for me, is that his agents currently in England basically going to every club, going, look how good he was in England. Bring you know, you you want him, including Arsenal, Chelsea, mm. er, everyone, literally everyone in the Premier League is being offered Ericsson. and it's a bit sad. I mean, the the you know the Italian media going, the only team that seem interested is Tottenham on bringing him back into Milan. Basically, want a loan fee plus his wages covered, and we're going no, no, no. It doesn't work <laughs> like that. Happening. It doesn't work like that. You know, it works the other way when when you when you buying someone. Yeah, from yeah, leaving, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, not that way. I mean, there, there's going to be some brinkmanship towards the end of this window, which is close. Um, if Deli Ali leaves, I've seen a lot of people say, "Oh, if Deli leaves, I think Ericsson will come in." Our homegrown player situation is already messed up. If Delhi leaves, I think our squad for the Europa League becomes even more of a mess. So, I don't know. It's just such a weird situation. Because we're not signing anybody. There is no money to spend on players. There literally is nothing. So, it's loans. It's it's bartering. It's kind of like, okay, we've had an offer of 10 million here. We can spend 10 million. You know, it Mm. is literally that. And there's no market. You, you you look at it, every club's the same. The, the two Spanish giants who normally trigger things, they can barely afford to pay their own players at the moment. There's a great article today about how Mo Salah's contract's coming up and normally agents go, ooh, Real Madrid want him. Well, now Liverpool can go, eh, Real Madrid can't afford him. Yep, yep. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a strange marketplace and... I, you know, Steve Hitchin. He, I, I hate January. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, mate. Before we, I mean, we're we're running on fumes here. We need to go to the fan questions because we do have some, and I don't want to miss them. Let's go, mate. Now it's time for your comments. We are going to start with the good folks at Instagram. And we have the first one from Matthew Healy, who messaged in. He says, what is a successful season come the end of this year for Spurs? Would you take top four or the League Cup, he says. Can we have both? Oh, yeah, I want both. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think a successful season for us has to be the Champions League. I think the club financially need that above all else. So I think Daniel Levy is... Saying that to Jose daily, yeah. <laughs> you know, their their little breakfast that they like to have. <laughs> it's like, hey Jose, how you doing? Yeah, Champions League, Champions League, Champions League. <laughs> uh, top four, top four, top four. Uh, uh, as a trophy, I think the club desperately needs one to get the monkey off the back. Um, I, but apparently it's already ordained because the year ends in a one. And I read yesterday that every time Joe Biden's been sworn into office in America for the first time, be it in the Senate, vice president, or now president, we, we've won a trophy in that year. Um, 72, 2008, and now this year. So, I mean, I don't even have to think about it. It's going to happen, right? Yeah, like I said to you, it's written in the stars and stripes, yeah. mate. We're, it's going to uh, happen. <laughs> lined up. Okay, the next... Oh, yeah, I've learned something, by the way. And I say I learned something. My daughter taught me something. Go on. 
You know how I struggle on Instagram with people's usernames? Oh, here we go. Go on. If you press on it, more often than not, they've got their real names on there. Ah, there you go. Look, it, all it needed was a youngster to tell you that, Sam. It did. It did. Which, which begs the question, by the way. Loads of you listening probably knew that. Not one of you ever no, helped me out. No, because probably most oh, of people listen at our age, and they're just like, they're similarily just like, yeah, I ain't got a clue, Or mate. they thought it was funny, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, Laura's our Instagram person. Yeah, <laughs> Bloody. Anyway. All right, so AJ Rampat says... Do you think our midfield duo from now on should be Undombele and Hoybier? Should Lachalso get a start when he comes back? It really depends on the formation we're going to play, really. Yeah, I do. I do like them as as, as a, a central pairing, but yeah, well, I mean, be interesting to see what happens. I, I mean, how far away is Lachalso from coming back? Uh, he's a way off. Is he? Um, yeah, no, his, his injury was quite nasty. Uh, right. The club have played it down, but it was quite nasty. Uh, I, I, I mean, a, a few weeks anyway, because we got a lot of games coming up. I wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe get some minutes in like the Europa League by then. Um, but see, I, I'm still a big fan of the idea of playing four three three with Hoybier sat just behind Undombele and the Chelsea. Mm. Mm. I I still think that as as a team has legs with Regulon and Aurier providing the the up and down kind of absolute constant out ball their pace going forward you know Hoybier loves just to play the game in his own half yeah, <laughs> you know gets yeah. a nosebleed if he goes beyond it um Undombele and the Chelsea are both actually great retention of the ball and finding those threaded passes both of them are great at that and if you if you were to sort of have Kane doing the role he's playing where he drops into the space, Sonny running in behind him, and I'd love to see Bale do it as well, but I mean, uh, Bergwijn's doing excellent work with that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Undumbele and Hoybier for me, if it should be starting, mm. they're both yeah, great for us. I agree. James Campbell, uh, we've moved to Facebook now, says, After the Sheffield United game, Harry Kane said Jose doesn't tell the players to hang back and try to protect Leeds in the second half, but that they just sort of do it themselves. This seems really odd for many reasons. Does that mean Jose doesn't have control of the dressing room and the players and they're not listening to him, or they're so tactically inept that they carry out the, <laughs> that they can't carry out his instructions? And if they aren't listening to him, why isn't he up screaming on the touchline and making changes? That's the point I made. We had that conversation last week, didn't thing. we? Yeah. yeah. Which is, I, he had this game, uh, Fulham game, wasn't it? We were 1-0 up and they made it 1-0 in like 70-something minutes. And then we had 15 to try and grab a goal and then he made a change. Brought on the Mella. Face palm. Um, <laughs> I... I can't. That's that's where I'm at, James. I'm I'm the same as you. I, to me, there there's something going on here, and I think there is truth being spoken by all involved. But I also think there's something that's being unspoken. And Matt, chime in after this. Tell me what you think. But I think Harry Kane's right. I don't think Jose is telling them go out and protect this lead. I think Jose's setting them up to continue playing the same way. And I think the players are going into the, themselves. Not because of tactical ineptness, not because they're not listening to the manager, but because they're terrified of what you'll say if they make a mistake. Yeah, it's fear. Yeah, it's, you can see that, can't you? I mean, I, 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 yeah, I completely disagree. I mean, these are these are 
top level elite professionals they're not going to yeah. be ta- tactically inept I mean it's not like no. it, 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 Mourinho's training Marine for example do you know what I mean these are like top no. level professional football players so yeah, yeah that's, that's a harsh thing to say it, it probably is like you say the fear because yeah. when you look at possibly I mean like you know the Sheffield United game Winks wasn't even on the bench was he no. So these are these are players that you know Mourinho has got no problem not just dropping you from the first eleven but dropping you from yeah. the squad. You if know? he thinks that you've made a mistake, I mean Deli Ali came on, made a flick, an attempted flick as a through ball. It got intercepted. It went back to their goalkeeper, who then kicked it forward. There were about three or four passes, and the team scored. Delhi got murdered by Jose in the media afterwards. And I mean murdered. The stuff he... I mean, awful. I, I genuinely looked at that and went, oh, I don't like that. Mm. I don't like that he's gone after one of our players that way. And I kind of just switched off like he just done like Delhi. You know, my brain just went, you know what, I'm done. I can't handle that narrative at the moment. And that, to me, like if you're a part of that squad and delhi has been in that squad for years, you know, everyone's seen him, like man and boy, come through. Harry Kane's really close to him. All these players are really close to him. They're going to look at that and go, oh, I don't want that to be me. Mm. I don't want to be the next one that's ripped for the media. I mean, Kane possibly would feel a little bit of immunity to it, but I don't think his personality you know, has that. I don't think that has him in him, has that in him to kind of go, yeah, but I'm Harry Kane. I, I think no. he's no, so no, not into at all. the game. Yeah. He's kind of like, oh, I don't want that. Yeah. You know, and but like Sonny, I've seen Sonny attempt things. For me, the last couple of games, Sonny's not been at it the way he has been before. Now, could that be a little bit of fatigue creeping in? I, I don't know, but I, I genuinely just don't think he's been. He's certainly not been as clinical. We can all look at that and go, yeah, you know, he's missed chances, but he's just not been quite the same. Like he's misplacing passes a little bit. He's not quite. You know, it's just not quite there at the minute, and that happens. That's the peaks and troughs of a season. That's normal, but he's not being dropped, and he's not being reamed out like Delhi was from misplacing flicks and tricks, which he ha- he has been. Mm. You know, like I said, you know, I watch these games with a level of detail, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh no, Sonny's done that. Oh no, you know, after this game, Jose's going to go in two footed. He doesn't because <laughs> yeah. Sonny's got twelve odd goals and assists, and he's done great this season. But, but my point is, I do feel that the players have this trepidation, and I think the defenders as well. You can see them. They are tense. Davinson Sanchez looks like a guy who has literally been told by his boss, do you know what, one more mistake and you're, you're out, you're fired. Mm-hmm. He's got kids to fit. Do you know what I mean? He looks like a guy. His shoulders are constantly tensed every time he plays. And to me, it's like that's not an environment. You need players to go out there, play the game, and I also think the West Ham game comes back to this. I think after that West Ham game, Jose went at this team. By the way, justifiably in that instance, he had every justifiable reason to lay into him for letting a three-goal lead slip in a game of football. is unacceptable at that level. You want to be challenging to win the league. You want to be challenging in the Champions League to lose three goals at West Ham in ten minutes. It's pathetic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it can happen though. Football is why people like football. But I think after that game, we've not been the same. We have looked tense. We've looked stressed. And the minute we get the lead, it's kind of like, okay, just don't concede. You know, if we don't concede, we've won the game. And 
yeah, I think you can see it throughout the team. And I do think it's less about what Jose's telling them to do and more about the fear of what he's going to do if they concede a goal. Yeah, I tend to agree, mate. And it's creating... Mm. It's like becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> um, okay, on to Liam Hickey says... If we could sign any player in any position, you know, forgetting the money, availability, whatever, who would it be and why? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see, he's now the all-time professional goal scorer. It's just insane. That guy is like, he's like, it's just ridiculous. It's a machine. Yeah, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really good. You just yeah. you get for, you get you get people in like sport, like a bit like Federer and tennis, and you, just you know, comes along. They're just like, like yeah, they're just like machines, aren't they? Yeah. I don't even have him now. I mean, what is he? Thirty-five. Yeah, bring him over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah with us yeah, league. Please. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, if I was looking at a place, I think the team really needs strengthening. Essential defence. If I was to pick a defender out of anyone in the league at the moment, I'm not sure who I'd pick. Um, a fit Van Dyke. Yeah, a fit Van Dyke takes us like it did Liverpool. Really takes mm. us from being in the top four to being a, a challenger, genuinely. Um, which is why they spent 75 million on him, yep. and we went, "Huh, that's loads of money. What are you doing that for?" <laughs> oh yeah, you just won the Champions League and. You, you won the league, great. Okay, that's why you spent the money. Um, yeah, possibly. I mean, that, that to me is the one position, um, you know, really I need to speak to Seb on this. I bet he knows every single yeah. defender across yeah. Europe. Right he does, now, yeah. I, I, I don't know. There's got to be a central defender who would improve us, and whoever that is, that's who I'd be signing. Yeah. Um, the next question is from Ryan Miller, who asks, what formation do you feel best suits us? I personally think 4-2-3-1 with the players we have. Would love to see a few more goals from our midfielders. What are your thoughts? And it's quite important that I state that after he says, what are your thoughts? He says nothing else. <laughs> he does say something else. And it's irksome. Go on. You're not going to say it on the on the podcast. Let, let's, let's just do the formation thing first. I, I personally don't have one. Um, I'm I'm a great believer in horses for courses. I'm a great believer in you've got a squad of players and you have adaptability in that squad and whoever you're playing against, you go, right, this is how they play. This is how we're going to beat them. Um, I know Pochettino was very much, this is how we play and we're going to play it so well, no one can live with us. Mm. And that, that that was great fun to watch. That was 4-2-3-1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was a joy to watch when it worked, and but you know the, here comes the argument. Yeah, but you didn't win nothing. Yep. So uh, I don't have one set in my mind really. I, I mean, I I do love the four two three one. I think can be quite good. And I do think the players we got could make that work, but I don't. Yeah, I don't have one really at the moment. What about you? Well, you meant you mentioned the four three three, didn't you? Before you know, with yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to see us try that. I'd like to see us try. Yeah, it. yeah. I think that 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 would work. Obviously, you need all the players fit for that, you know, and yeah. Mourinho picking them, then players. But for me, like the four three three with Kane, Sonny, and Bell, from, yeah, no. it's half the battle. That, isn't that it? is the battle. <laughs> um, so yeah, Ryan said. Um, I'm thinking about banning him from the podcast. To be honest. <laughs> Would you rather make a Facebook status declaring your love for Arsenal or a Facebook status praising Stepin Stefan for his work on the podcast and admitted you would be nothing without his fame? Oh, God. Yeah, that's why it kind of questions that. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
there, there's these situations where people say, right, you got to pick one or the other. Well, my friend, I choose free will. I will shoot myself in the face. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, yeah, I am not playing that game. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, finally, looking ahead, we've got Wickham on Monday in the FA Cup. It's away. Um, to say I'm anxious about this game is a little bit of an understatement. I feel better with there being no fans, though. I feel like you go away to Wickham in the FA Cup on a Monday night. There's going to be a bit, you know, a nighttime kickoff. There's going to be an atmosphere there that's a bit intimidating. The players might struggle. Um, I feel a bit better that there's not going to be that. I feel like we've got enough quality in the squad that we should be able to get through without having to give Kane and everyone a run out. But I think you should have them on the bench ready just in case. Yep, I agree. Because on Thursday, of course, we host Liverpool. Wow. Is it too early to say, and I personally don't think it is, that if we genuinely still want to be in the title hunt, we have to win this game? Yes. I, I think that's, yeah, the answer to that is yes. If we, if we, if we lose that, you know, not uh, you look at the, the numbers, we, we're not out of the title race, but I think no, we I lose that, think. and it's just, yeah, the, the, the mindset will be completely different then, won't it? I, I, yeah, I, I think if you win that, I think you can still collectively target top. I mm. think you do it mm. because you know they beat us, we beat them, you know, yeah. that, that's the way the season's going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if we draw it, I think it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, as you were, if we lose it, I think. For me personally, the mindset changes to we just really, really need to get top four. We need four. top four, yeah. Probably where, um, probably where Chelsea are at the moment. I mean, they're like 29 points from 19 games. Like, you know, they were they were look, talking about winning it, weren't they, a few, a few games well, ago? And... They were, and that's how kind of fickle football is. I mean, Frank Lampard's close to being sacked. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's kind of, you know, last season he didn't have the money to spend. They had the transfer ban. Um, and he was just playing with these youth players and they kind of just went, you know what, Frank Greater, you got a free hit for a season. Mm. Chelsea fans, however, are ravenous. I mean, they had him sacked the minute they conceded a goal, pretty much. Um, I, I really hope we never end up like that. You know, I, I really hope. Unfortunately, I think it's a reality of football now, but, you know, if we started winning things on a regular basis and all of a sudden we stopped, I, you know, that's it. We're going to burn the stadium down. Yep, yep, <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just an awful, awful thing. Like, I'm just reading it. I'm like, wow, it's one of your all-time greatest players. And you're all just ripping into him terribly. Mm. There's a big difference between, you know, just tearing into him and then going, do you know what? I don't think he was ready for this job. I think we, I think he took it on too soon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a big difference yeah, to, to just ripping him apart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got those two games next week. We'll be back podcasting. Uh, could Maybe we might move it to Friday, depending on our availability. Uh, because if we're playing Thursday night, maybe it'd be better. Or as we're playing Liverpool, it might be better to record first, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll find a time. We'll find a time, mate. But we'll be back next week anyway, talking all things Tottenham Hotspur. I hope everyone stays well and take care. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, you can join in the conversation on our Facebook page with over 60,000 fellow Tottenham fans at facebook.com slash Spurs News. 